Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Living Bold Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley. How are you guys? Feels like it's been so long since I've gotten on here and recorded. I'm so happy to be back, and I'm so happy to introduce you guys to a new series. I'm calling it the Life Glow Up Series. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I feel like everything that I'm about to talk about um, kind of goes along with spring, with summer, just kind of letting go of the old, shedding the old, and really making way for the new. So that's kind of what I want to talk about um, in today's series. I'm sorry, in today's episode and in the coming series. So yeah, I kind of decided to call this series Life Glow Up. It just sounded right. It feels good. And it feels like the next chapter. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. And we're going to go ahead and jump in. Now, I feel like I may have shared this before in another podcast or YouTube video, but I would say over the last, hmm, I don't know, maybe eight years, somewhere between five and eight years of my life, I have done a lot of transforming, a lot of changing as I would say as most of us do in our 20s. And um, if you guys are new, I am 32. So I am in my 30s, already well into my 30s now. And I had a lot of changes going on in my 20s and the reason that I love to talk to you guys about it is because I feel like at that time I wish there was another me or somebody who would have been more vulnerable with me so that I just didn't feel as alone or like I was an outcast or something. So that's kind of why that's kind of my main reason for doing the podcast is just I never want somebody to I don't know, feel alone the way that I did or just go through something alone. Um, Even if I can't help, you know, physically help or physically help change something, I think it's just always nice to know that someone's kind of been down that road before. Um, And also so that other people can learn from my mistakes as well because I've, I've made a lot of mistakes too. But all of that's just kind of bringing me around to the episode today and mostly what I want to talk about in the first Life Glow Up. Uh, series. So this is going to be part one, but a book that I've been reading recently is The Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I know that this is a super popular book amongst a lot of uh, self-development, I'm sorry, self-development, I would say leaders like in the social media space. And I do love to read. Um, reading did actually, reading has never necessarily come natural to me, but I did make it a habit because I love learning mainly about self-development and wellness and all that. You guys know that. And I think we share those same passions here. But I finally put it on my list and I finally started reading it. And you guys, when I tell you, it is life-changing. And I don't say that lightly. I don't think a lot of things are life-changing. But I have really – I'm actually only halfway through the book. So the fact that I'm already telling you guys about it should say something. So obviously, I've been gone for a little while from the podcast, and that's mainly just because a lot of times when I'm doing these podcast series, instead of having like an ongoing weekly episode, I really find it more impactful and more valuable if I'm kind of bringing you guys more along the lines of a series, something that is more condensed and just more detailed with a lot more valuable information. That's just kind of the way I like to do it. And just from your perspective, that's kind of what you guys have told me that you like. So if you wanted something different, you guys can always reach out to me, DM me, message me. I'm always open to change and suggestions, but I feel like for now, it's kind of nice to take time off from it and gain some insight and perspective and be able to come back fresh um, with something that will really nourish your souls, if you will. That sounds cheesy, but you guys know I'm kind of cheesy. So, okay, so we're going to jump right into the episode. 
Now, I wouldn't say that this is the most inspiring book to read. I'll be completely honest. You guys know, like, I'll tell you if something's worth your time or not. And I genuinely believe that this is going to be worth your time if you put it into practice and really absorb the information in the book. So yeah, not the most inspiring to read, but I do really love the way that James articulates, I would say, certain topics and just kind of how everything is explained. It makes it really easy to understand. And there's a lot of scientific evidence um, along with, I would say, like behavioral experiments that scientists and other people have put on that he will address in the book. So I'm not a scientist. I'm not like a behavioral therapist or anything like that. I do find it all extremely interesting though. So the first example I want to give you is on the proximity to your environment. So your actual physical environment that you are surrounded with. Um, This could be your environment at home. This could be your work environment. Um, So we'll just talk about We're actually going to talk about both. So I'm going to give you guys an example from the book that I just found fascinating. And I will say this really quick to interject on myself, but I don't know if it's the inner introvert in me, but I've always been somebody who loves to curate my space, like wherever I I am, whether it's work or home. Uh, So for me, for instance, my home is like my sanctuary. My bedroom is my sanctuary. I like really bright, soft colors. I love natural light. I I like really simple design because for me, it helps me relax and unwind at the end of a day. And that's kind of like what I want from my home, right? So I think it's only natural that our physical environments have a lot of effect on us. So For me, if my home is really messy or there's like a lot of chaos or um, I don't know, just too many bold colors or like it was really dark, all of those things are like negatives for me because that doesn't necessarily uh, bring the energy that I want the room to bring me so that I can make the correct behaviors in that room. So when I get home, I want to relax. So I want something that... Uh, affects me in that way that kind of causes me to make the behavior to relax. Does that, I hope I'm making sense. But anyway, one of the examples that he gives, and I just thought it was genius because at this very moment, we have, well, I would say like 80% of people are still working from home right now, you know, a year later into the pandemic. So the example he gave was, let's say that you have like a kitchen island and let's say like the island opens up obviously into the kitchen and you're sitting on a bar stool. So where you eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner and uh, where you like converse with your spouse or your friend is also where your workspace is set up. So you'll have like your laptop, your coffee, all your notes are spread out everywhere. You're doing Zoom meetings. So you're doing everything in the same space, which doesn't really help you Uh, compartmentalize like your work and your actual life. So there's really no balance and it can cause a lot of chaos, confusion, internal conflict. And in turn, like your behaviors reflect those inner thoughts that you have about your environment. I wanted to share that example from the book because I feel like in order for me to help you best, I want you to be able to have a tool to use um, when you're listening to this. Like, okay, that's nice and everything. Thank you for telling me that information. But like, how can I make a change? You know, how can I actually change? And I would say something that I would do is maybe get a notebook out and write down what you love about your space and what you don't love. And this could be your work environment, your home, your car, like whatever you want to write about. Um, Maybe start with your bedroom. That would be something really small. Um, if you don't like have your own place or you just have a bedroom or something, 
that way you can kind of curate that space and you know I would say like make the best of what you have be grateful for where you are now but just kind of see what little small changes can you make in your current environment that will support the behavior changes and the habits that you want for your future self Okay, the next topic that I believe will truly help your life glow up and that I want to talk about is your inner circle. And I know a lot of people talk about this. I know I've talked about this before. Um, I think I think it's something that is very personal too, right? Like your inner circle. Because if you think of who your inner circle consists of, it could be um, friends that you've had for 10 plus years, friends that you went that you grew up together with since you were little, friends you went to high school, college with, um, friends that are in the same season of life as you. It could be brand new friends that you just met. Um, it could be your family, your cousins, you know, your your work peers, anybody like that. So just think about your actual inner circle. Why this is so important is because there is a concept obviously correlated with this called um, imitating the close. So basically, he's just stating that the proximity that you – uh, the, your proximity to certain people in your life has a very powerful effect um, on your behavior. So just like in your physical environment, just like your environment has a lot to kind of do with evoking a certain behavior in you, so do the people you hang around or who you are surrounded with. Whether it's whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, you tend to pick up habits from them. If I start a good new habit, like Miguel will also start it, or Miguel's my husband if you guys are new here, but he actually really helped me get into drinking water, but it's like it's up to me to make the decision, right? But just seeing somebody drink water so much, it reminds you like, oh, yeah, I also need to drink a lot of water. So that's a really small example. But I think it's just kind of common sense and natural that when you're around something enough, you pick it up. Um, even in a friend group, if you guys kind of all use the same like language, you'll start picking up their mannerisms and their language and things that they say. So um, that's definitely happened to me before. I know that me and my friends always rub off on each other and my husband and I rub off on each other. I say all the time, like every day I'm turning more and more into my mother. Like with my decorating, I feel like I get that from her. So I, every day I'm like, oh, I'm acting like Julie. So I think it's normal and it's natural and it's not necessarily good or bad, right? But if there is a certain behavior that you want, you know, it is crucial to take a look at who is in your inner circle because you – you know, you create, not creating, you actually having a behavior like theirs, is it is that the type of behavior that you want to have? Is it a good behavior to you? Is it bad? Or is it like a neutral behavior? Um, I think those are just things that are really good to step back from sometimes and evaluate because I think before this, like when I was younger, maybe before I was 20, I didn't really understand that concept. And I don't, I don't think that I fully understood even my my actual behaviors because you're just learning and growing so much. So if there's something that I could have told my younger self, it was that, you know, to just make sure you really watch who you're around because I don't know. Have you guys ever heard that saying um, it's like you're like the five people that you hang around with the most? I essentially feel like that's what this concept is saying. I think it goes without saying today, everything that we've discussed with environment and your inner circle um, truly will affect your behaviors and not only your behaviors, but the inner voice, um, which is, you know, what you hear on a daily basis when you wake up or when you're quiet. It's kind of like that inner voice that tugs at you. 
And the more that you are in an environment that I would say is toxic or you have uh, an inner circle that is toxic, it creates more of that toxic energy. And I know, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we're just in a phase where we are really just trying to evolve from certain patterns and get out of negative mindsets and just continue down like a self-love journey and a self-development journey and know there's no rules and please don't take every single thing that I say is like my life's perfect and I'm trying to like tell you how to live and what to do. I genuinely just believe in like to each their own but I do love learning about things like this and I love sharing it because I feel like we are all different and I just never know what could truly help somebody else but these are things that I've I've implemented in my own life over the last few years and I just loved the way that this book really described in detail these certain topics so I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode and I'm so excited for the rest of the series so I don't know if I said but this is going to be a 10-part series so life glow up 10 parts this was part one I hope y'all enjoyed and I'll see you in the next episode